Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and it's a nice day for some light reading. This is episode number 318 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone, I'm feeling weirdly energized for the second half of the year. Like, I don't think I even had this kind of motivation in January. I think part of it is that I'm feeling more on top of things lately. I had taken a break from snail mail for about three months and had a backlog to work through and I'm finally caught up. I planned out my TBR for the next couple of months, which was no small feat. I mean, I planned it out as much as I can. I always try to save some room for flexibility. Graphic novels and comics are especially sneaky and often slip unnoticed into my TBR. Most of the reading I do is for this show and the new books show, which is great because I'm not forced to use my precious reading time only for backlist books or only for new releases. I am going to have to do something about my physical book situation. I do have an entire shelf that is various copies of Alice in Wonderland along with a themed tea set and some figures and I think I'm going to take it all down for now and maybe pack it away so that I can use that shelf for more TBR that is currently in piles on the floor. We have limited space right now so some sacrifices must be made, less I. But let's talk about some books for you. Before I get to my backless book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters is an intimate portrait of two generations, a granddaughter and a grandmother, coming to terms with what it means to be family, black women, and alive in a world on fire. In heartfelt lyrical prose, Mary Inez Hegler weaves an unforgettable story of the climate crisis, black resistance, and the enduring power of family. 
narrated by Janice Abbott-Pratt and written by climate justice writer Mary Anise Hegler. The Troubled Waters audiobook is available everywhere May 7th. It follows Corinne as she plans to stage a dramatic act of resistance and peels back the scabs of her family wounds and puts her safety in jeopardy. Both grandmother and granddaughter must bring their unspoken secrets into light to find a path to healing. Known for her essays that dissect and interrogate the climate crisis, drawing heavily on her personal experience as a black woman with deep roots in the South, Mary Inez Hegler brings us her first work of fiction titled Troubled Waters. Make sure to pick it up. Thanks again to Harper Muse, publisher of Troubled Waters, for sponsoring this episode. For my first pick, I have The Sound of Stars by Alicia Dow. This young adult sci-fi novel came out early last year, and I'm so happy to be sharing it with you. Quick thing I want to mention. There are some humanoid aliens, some of whose gender is non-binary. I know there can be a problem with making characters that are aliens or robots non-binary or trans because it can definitely be othering, and I want to mention it if you want to avoid it. I also have some loved ones who heavily identify with robots and androids, so your mileage may vary. I just wanted you all to know. That being said, it's not done in a way in this book that raised red flags. Our main character is Janelle Baker, aka Ellie, who is black, queer, and has anxiety. Ah yes, I know this classic way. The story starts in New York City. An alien race, the Elori, have taken over Earth. They tried to be peaceful, Earthlings fought back, And here we are at the beginning of the story, where humans are in Elori-controlled confinement with little idea of what's going on. The Elori have learned that the arts, music, and literature inspire humans to rebel, so they destroyed everything they could. Massive burnings of books, musical instruments, record albums. Many humans hid what they could, and it's considered contraband. Our hero, Ellie, started an illegal underground library with the about 60 books she was able to hide. She and her friend Alice have developed an intricate way of having people request books, and Ellie then sneaking the books out from her storage in the basement to the individuals. If Ellie gets to infractions, she could be executed. The stakes are really high. I also want to mention that Ellie's parents are not doing well. Her father has been affected by the Allori and is being mind-controlled member of the security team. Ellie's mother has sunk deeply into paranoia and alcoholism. In an alternating point of view, we meet Morris, an Elori who is in charge of making special chemical that will be given to all remaining humans. We learn that there are two tiers of Elori, the true Elori, who are incredibly wealthy and stay up in space, and the lab-made Elori, like Morris, who are sent down to Earth and the other planets they colonize to do all the dirty work. Morris is different from both the true Elori and the other blab-made Elori in that he feels emotions. He has fallen in love with human art and music and literature, and he stumbles upon Ellie's hidden library and decides he must meet this beautiful human girl. The book not only alternates between Ellie's point of view and focusing on Morris, but there is a third, seemingly unconnected focus, which is on a group called the Starry-Eyed, which is slash was a popular music band on Earth. This book is a love letter to music and books, a sci-fi romance, and an exciting and anxiety-inducing race to save Earth from colonizing aliens. It's a ton of fun, and I highly recommend The Sound of Stars by Alicia Dow. For my second pick today, I have Honor Girl by Maggie Thrash. 
Honor Girl is a graphic memoir which takes place primarily during one summer, when the author, Maggie, was just barely 15. Maggie grew up in Atlanta, but went to a summer camp in Kentucky every year. The camp had been around, and been the same, since 1922. Her grandmother went to this camp, and her mother went to this camp, and so Maggie goes to this camp. This camp was deep in the Kentucky mountains, and to get to it, people needed to hop on a large push barge to cross a river. The campers, all girls, had camp uniforms, and the only bit of diversity was one Jewish girl. There's a particular naivete and ignorance that is often present in cisgender teen girl religious spaces. Everything is simple and wholesome, air quotes, but at the same time, things like crushes, whether they be on celebrities or people you actually know, can be very, very intense. Maggie has a very intense crush on Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys. Maggie also has a very intense crush on Aaron, the 19-year-old counselor for the junior camp. Maggie knows Aaron because it's always the same girls at the camp every year. Being a lesbian at this very Christian all-girls camp is a huge no-no. Clearly, no one does it, and if there is even a hint of a girl being queer, she is quickly ostracized. So, Maggie knows to be very careful about not sharing that she has a crush on another girl. Maggie finds solace at the camp's rifle range, where she is very, very good. She's able to shut out everything and quiet her mind when she's at the range, and it's her only sense of respite from these incredibly intense feelings. As you can imagine, there are a ton of awkward moments of Maggie trying to get Aaron to notice her, but you know, like, not. There is another girl, Libby, who is competing against Maggie at the rifle range. It's really uncomfortable because you can tell Libby is making everything a competition and being super mean to Maggie, and Maggie really doesn't care. This graphic novel is a bit sad, but refreshing in its awkwardness and honesty. Content warnings for homophobia. It's Honor Girl by Maggie Thrash. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my totally awesome audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recommendations or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com, and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com backslash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The InfoFile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.